Hey, kid, we're going to say some stuff, and uh, your parents will be real upset with us if they hear you repeating it, so scram. Get out. All right, on with the program. Yo, Sketch here. We're closing in on the end of the first arc, so if you've listened this far, just know that I really appreciate you, and it only gets better from here. How about you just ignore the fact that you can't see anymore because you can't find your glasses? And your last contact lens just went down the drain as you tried to put it in. It's not a big deal. You don't need eyes where you're going. So join us in avoiding reality. So, Kevin, yeah. when a mech pilot crab lad dies, what do they do with its body? We have genetically modified ourselves to decompose it at an extremely fast rate. That way, mm-hmm. there's no chance that a rival or enemy can bring us back and try to find our secrets. We are many. Mm. Our graveyard would cover continents, so there's no point in burial. Okay. Our dutiful employees just got their ass handed to them by an old bag of bones. Who'd have thunk old Papa was still alive? Meredith got hit with an agatite pickaxe and is now at risk of having a fatal allergic reaction. Clint's been knocked down a peg. Hunched over, he barely even passes 6'5 in height. Crablad's mech is compromised, and Robert is another tomato down. And Wick's fine, I guess? Though I- I'm sure his inability to disarm Papa must have been really demoralizing. Yeah, so one of the Gramwolds is going to try to attack Robert next. And it's going to try to break the glass a little bit. No, you have openings in your side, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just going to try to, like, get inside there. Okay. With a... Yeah, so I'm going to do a physique, and then you're going to do a physique against it. So that you have to beat five. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. I don't have a lot of points in physique. Neither do they. I'm just rolling like a fucking champion. A five. You got a five? Yeah. Okay, so it sort of tries to crawl in there, but it can't fit. So it's it's sort of like halfway stuck in there right now. Just like hanging hanging out your side hole. <laughs> Okay. And, and right now you can hear the, the skittering of its dumb little legs even even more inside of your your glass helmet or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. In the side hole. Yeah. In the porthole of your helmet. Do you Robert, want to react to that or are you just cool with it? Yeah. No, Robert attempts to pull it out using strength from determination. Yeah, sure, why not? And he attempts to pull it out, and then, if he is successful, to, like, immediately just kind of fling it at... I don't know, flinging it at Papa doesn't seem very useful. Just flinging it back into the hallway, I guess. Okay, yeah. 
You can fling it into a wall. Lots of walls. Yeah, let's fling it into a trash bin, actually. The trash bin that we saw. Okay, so I rolled a four plus two for Will, so a six. Damn. Yeah, you, you throw it into the trash bag. And it's a nice... You guys think back to when Clint threw the other one in the in the waste bin and you're like, nice, call back, good. It's the rite of passage for the leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dunking on grandmas. Do I still have like the option to talk to other characters? Yeah, you guys can always talk. So Robert calls out, Beam, a little help here? Like, just blind, blind pawpaw. I feel like I should be impartial to you, because you are both my friends. You want me to pin you to the ground again? Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) He does not say that. I say that. (laughs) It's canon. (laughs) It's canon. (laughs) Papa's your friend? But we we are more... There are more friends that want you to blind Papa. So, you know? Hmm, <laughs> so you are saying we should put it to a vote. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we took a vote, majority rules, blind papa. I definitely <laughs> vote that you should blind papa. <laughs> uh, and the rest of y'all, what do you vote? I. Yeah, uh-huh. Does papa chime in, and then all the grammals too? <laughs> we get outvoted. <laughs> <laughs> papa goes... Well, I vote. You don't do that, Beam, old buddy. <laughs> and Beam's gonna have to roll a will against Papa. <laughs> oh, he's not a old. I rolled a six. Plus five. Oh my god. None of us will be able to see it all, will we? Eleven. Uh, Beam rolled a one. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> that would become Beam Trail. And the Beam just sits, sits down and he's like, I guess it's evil. <laughs> Alright, somebody switch out his brain again, please. <laughs> Mid combat? Yeah. <laughs> For a moment, I think Clint looks towards Mare like, huh, could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. How about I try to blind him because my mech does have lights on it. Yeah, what? sure. Give it a try. Blind him. Yeah, what do I need to roll? Um, resources, maybe? Fair. Six. Okay, what do I roll against that? I guess it's just a physique. I don't know what else they would be. You got a yeah. six? He got a seven. He closes God, his eyes. Smart guy. Damn it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fair. <laughs> okay, the so the the constant like pummeling that this papa is giving us, and yet the little bit of like pain or provocation it seems to cause when the old that Clint smashed with the desk leg gave Clint the idea to to tell the team look if we must fight then 
smash the bugs. That that's it. They're bugs, right? They're, they're like they're centipede. Yeah. Smash the bugs. There you go. That's what Clint says. Very good, very good, Cassie. She smashed a bug in real life. <laughs> nice. Hey, good job. Wait. Solid work. What kind of bug? Just a fruit fly. That should give her like advantage on her next in-game roll, I think. <laughs> yep. DM said yep. So Papa is going to whistle again and bring in more grammals. Let me roll to see how many. Six. Six more grammals show up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Robert just yells at Beam. Beam! Do, do you want your friends fighting? Like, please reason with uh, your friend here, Papa. Please, please just, like, tell him we don't want Agatide. You know we've just been trying to rescue Lucius. I mean, you heard him. I, I did hear him, but... I, I've heard that story many times. I might need a bit of a a roll to happen. I need you to roll empathy. Yeah, roll empathy. But I need you to give like a bit more of a an empathetic speech rather than just like, yeah, we wouldn't do that. He doesn't know you. Why would he care? I rolled a three, three plus four. So I still have the hat, and I'm gonna. Can I throw the hat at him? Can I throw the hat, hat? at? Don't I still have the Lucius's hat? Oh, William's hat. Okay, William's hat. Sure. Yeah. Can I just toss that over to our boy Rob while he's making this empathetic, passioned persuasion? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Okay, I do that. Okay. Do a shoot. The hat! Doesn't even matter if it lands well. Okay. I don't have shoot, so I roll a five. Nice. Yeah, it lands on Rob's head. Very cute. I don't, I don't know what you're intending to do with this. Yeah, Robert, Robert also seems confused, but then he's just like, look, look, this is the hat of one of the kids we were meant to rescue. Listen, you can, like, follow us all the way out. We just want to get the kid and leave. You can make sure and, like, body swat us down to make sure none of us are carrying Agatite. Like, we really just want the kid. Please, please, like, no more grandmolds. I rolled a three plus four for empathy. A seven? He... Pauses for a second, and so do all the grandmolds. And he just sort of stands there, and he's like, "Well, I don't want anybody to get harmed, whether it's inside here or outside here. But I, I've been here a long, long time, and." <laughs> They just keep getting one over on old Papa. They keep taking the Agatite. 
and bringing it out. And I don't want to be responsible for that. That little kid and all his friends. I, I had the grandmas tell him to leave. And the two of them, they left. But the last one, he refused. I talked to him directly. I said, leave. And he said, I won't until I have all the agatite that I need. I said, you can't have any of the agatite. And I, I didn't want to kill no kid. So I thought to myself, I thought, Papa, freeze him. And then when he's an adult, he'll get him. So, I mean, feels like an awful lot of work I've done. I'm just going to let y'all trounce out of here with this little agatite murderer. Well, we, we, can, we can report him to the authorities. As you know, it's, it's illegal to, to mine agatite. So, you know, we will make sure he is submitted to prison and is not able to return for now. Though, you know, we can strip him of any agatite he has had and we will tie him up and make sure he can't grab any more on the way out. Just, just let us leave, please. Hmm. And he, he sort of like gathers the grandmolds to him. And they sort of like whisper in his ear. And he's like, huh? Oh, okay. Hmm. If they haven't grabbed any agate, what? What'd you say? The the crab was trying to get the agatite. Huh. It's not his fault. He likes shiny things. Um, Wick, I Wick, I don't think you're helping there, Buster. <laughs> oh man, how to explain this to Dimpleton? Dimpleton? Y'all work for Dimpleton? Oops. And uh, he did... Attacks again. Oh my god. <laughs> we, we don't... We don't work for Dimpleton. Yeah, he's gonna slash at Crab Lad who went for the Agatite. <laughs> Damn it. Can I just die? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's how I feel too. Can I just die? <laughs> I have no, no one dies. So many consequences. I'd rather just die. <laughs> no, no one gets to die. That's a four plus three. Mm hmm. Yeah, so you have to beat a seven with your physique or athletics if you want to try to like dodge it. That's way better, honestly. And do that uh, if you want to. Eight. Eight. All right. So you just barely dodge him as he he swings for you with the uh, agatite axe and like sort of graze. How do you dodge him? You tell me. I don't know. Just jump up straight in the air and then cling to the ceiling, I guess. <laughs> Sick. Spider crap. Uh, he just sort of swings at you, misses, and goes, Whoa? Where'd he go? <laughs> yep. Clint, 
just make it clear that we're working for you, Robert Winks. Just give me a moment to think about this. I'm going to suggest that you roll a will, but with disadvantage to see if you if you're convinced by this. I would like to counter argue to you kindly DM mm. that I roll yeah. a nothing because I'm not convinced by this. Mm, how about Robert roll to see if you're convinced by it? Sure. Can he roll with disadvantage? Yeah, roll an so, empathy with disadvantage. Empathy with disadvantage, okay. So, four, five. So, four plus four is eight on empathy. Clint has no empathy, so I don't think that works. <laughs> I want to say that works unless you want to use, like, company-mandated pecking order. Oh, yeah. We're doing company-mandated pecking order. I'm using a fate point. Use your fate point to show that you're not the boss. <laughs> Show him who's boss, it's not you. Yep, so he like so he receives this wink and just like salutes. And he stands up straight when he salutes, and I think I would like him to take a physical. Take hard. <laughs> yeah, physical stress. And then hunches back down and kind of just like kicks the dirt a little bit. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> yep. Uh, if only somebody could have prevented this. Very sad. Uh, uh, luckily, nobody's to blame. So, the the Grammels have sort of like backed off because his will isn't quite where it was. But he is going to go primal. So what happens is you guys see that this skeleton form suddenly grows massive in size like muscle tissue where you couldn't see it bolsters up and you just see this big nasty lizard man with what looks like empty eyes n no cognitive anything and he is furious. And he jumps up on the roof and tries to swing at Crablad again. The roof? The, the, the ceiling. Roof. The ceiling, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you say it in meant, Norwegian but then. But it's not the same. <laughs> you say it in Norwegian then. Roof? <laughs> Solid, you did it. Uh, Robert. Robert yells at the entire group, just just get out. Maybe we can lure him into into falling into the pit. Let's just run out. And he makes he makes a dash for the hallway at least. He he makes a very erratic swing at at Crablap, which means I will give him a advantage to a athletics to dodge it. Yeah. Because it's a very clear swing. You see it coming. Six. Six. That's not going to do it. I rolled a nine. Well, I rolled a six and then I plus three. So nine. And 
he he's like he's dropped all his weapons now. He's just slashing at you with his hands. And he grabs you. Okay. And slams you out of the mech and onto the ground. And you take three harm. Or three stress. Physical. How much stress is that for you? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, three in total. Now you're fine. Robert yells, someone pick up crab lad. Okay. Can I can I grab crab lad and run out of there towards Robert? Yeah, you're in the right spot. You're in the right spot, so you can run to the other zone if you want with crab lad. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll do that. I'll get I'll grab crab lad and run. This crab lad is he cool with this being run away from his sure. neck? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That means Kevin doesn't need to speak anymore. <laughs> I haven't really been, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's a pretty quiet guy. Are you guys gonna run? That's my question, before I do anything else. Robert is saying to run. Are you gonna stand your ground, or are you gonna run? What is your choice? Well, we all get to take an action at the same time. <laughs> yes, everybody say what your action is at the same time, and go. You get to you get to like exit combat or not is is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm following I'm following Robert's orders. Is there any way to resolve the poison? Resolve we have antidotes. Yeah, Clint has antidotes for himself. Oh. Quick, somebody frisbee me back into my mech. <laughs> <laughs> where where was the mech exactly? Where did it fall or where is it? It's on the roof. It's still up on the roof. <laughs> I mean, Kevin decides yeah. if, it, if well, it stays on the roof or falls so down. So I think it would be funnier if it's still clinging to the ceiling. Um, if, if you want to throw him a wick, you can, but you'll do it with disadvantage because <laughs> he's on the ceiling. I'm, I'm not risking that. How how large is the mech? The mech's like the size of a person hunched over him. It's like a it's like a go kart. It's a small item. No. No, see, I was just imagining Wick throws me, and it's just like a close-up of the mech as I, like, hit the wall on the other side. Oh, that would be so funny. That would be so funny. If that's what you want, then I'll give you to Robert, since that seems like a shoot Yeah, ball. yeah, I figured that he would have been good at throwing. Oh, do it. Oh, he's so sick. I'll let you do a fight if you do it with your bat. <laughs> crab lad would get splatters. No, that's that's murder. I'm not gonna kill crab Please lad. kill me. Dun 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 dun. I'm not kidding Please. you. It would be better for me. This is just like the first season of Walking Dead when that guy is in the RV and he's just begging to be killed because he's turning into a zombie and then they just end up tying him to a tree in the woods. Wow, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the first season was so good. I hated all of them. Every single one. The only one I agreed with is the one that they were like, this is the bad guy. I don't like him. <laughs> The one that was like, kill the zombies, what the fuck? And they were like, no, they're people. <laughs> yeah, so I agree with him. All right, well, if the, if the mech is up on the top, then where's that hole? Where's the, isn't there a hole in the ground? 
There's a hole in the middle, eh? In the middle? And we never explored yeah, that like, hole. Is there a pillow in it? There's a pillow in it. Alright, I'm gonna jump down the hole. I'm gonna jump down the hole? I'm gonna have Clint jump down the hole, yeah. Okay. Clint could always convince Papa to take a nice little nap on that cozy, cozy pillow. <laughs> I had another really terrible <laughs> thought. <laughs> okay, what is it? Because I'm just like, okay, Aaron won't kill me, so can I, like, like suicide somehow? And then I'm just seeing Crablad, like, walk out of his hands and just, like, repeatedly taking fall damage. <laughs> like, he just climbs up and then jumps oh off God. over and over. <laughs> you can do that, but then you have to roll a physique against. No. Okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be a jumper. Kevin, you have so many amazing ideas, and you know you just always choose the easy way out. I'm jumping down a hole. <laughs> Jump down the hole. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Yeah, athletics. You can always just see what happens to me, like next time or later. Who knows? No, 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 you jump down. Roll in athletics. Roll in athletics. I rolled a one plus one. One plus one. Yeah, okay. You try to jump into this tiny baby-sized hole. Uh-huh. And... You think you're just like, oh, it wasn't pretty shallow, you know? Like, just like, baby-sized in width as well. You're just like, huh, okay. Peter just kind of here now. And then all of you hear a cracking. And the the floor disappears under you. <laughs> and you guys are in free fall together with uh, Papa who launches after. And we're free! <laughs> du -du -du, free falling! Hey, it's a uh, little old sketch here for another mid-roll. Mid-roll, mid-roll, mid-roll. I'm trying to up the energy because it's just me here. There's nobody else. It's just me and you. Person to person. I just want to start by thanking Local Deluxe for making all of the character themes and the main theme for the Chasm of Agatha. I've been uh, dabbling with music myself lately. I made uh, the, the fight music that you hear during this uh, section. So if you hate it, that's, that's on me. That's on me. I I'm sorry. But yeah, it's, it's uh, really difficult. Uh, so I really appreciate uh, Local bringing some of his expertise in on some of the recurring songs uh, so that I can do like the little in-between bits. Also, I want to thank Simon for doing the thumbnails for each and every episode and also doing our YouTube videos where sometimes you can see the puzzles play out in real time. Uh, you can see different character sketches we did, like really cool stuff. And there ain't no other podcast doing that. There ain't no other podcast doing that. This is the only place. Sorry, I was channeling my, my DJ Khaled. We the new music! You know? And I, I want to thank everybody for, 
for rating us five stars on your podcast podcasting service that you prefer. Uh, I don't have a script this time. I figured I'd do it off the dome. That was a bad idea. But yeah, we appreciate any any criticism. Uh, but it's important that you still rate us five stars because otherwise we just get completely lost in the shuffle. Like our discoverability gets completely tanked. And if you're giving us four stars, it's the same as basically throwing flaming garbage at us. And being like, this sucks, which I'm sure is not your intention. What you want to say is, it's not the best, it could be better, right? And we are open to that criticism. So if in your review you write, this isn't great, but they're getting better every episode, and you rate us five stars, we would really appreciate that. Or you could, you could write a scathing review. You could be like, this genuinely is not very good, but I love that they're trying. Five stars. <laughs> we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash avoidpod. At the $1 level, you get a bunch of behind-the-scenes posts, how Simon made the logo, notes from Session Zero, which was never recorded, uh, to give you a little bit of extra information about the characters. We also posted... A, a extended versions of certain things that get cut from the podcast. Lots and lots of cool stuff. Now, at the $5 level, you will get new content. So, at the end of every arc, we'll do something called Reality Check, where we wrap up the arc. We talk about our favorite parts, our least favorite parts... Just general talk about the arc, and sometimes we get completely off track. So if you're looking for something like a bit more casual to sort of like refresh yourself on the arc, then that's for you. Also, we're working on a lot of one shots and side projects that will also go up there. For example, we have a Call of Cthulhu game that will be going up at the $5 level very soon. So I hope to see you there. Any contribution to the Patreon will give you access to our Discord where we hang out, we share our creative ideas, arts, crafts, arts and crafts, music. Uh, we just like sharing what we're doing and we're all doing lots of stuff at the same time and we'd love to see what you're doing. Last but not least, tell your friends about us. Talk about us on social media. Follow us on social media at AvoidPod, basically everywhere. And if we're not somewhere, tell us and we'll, we'll get over there. So yeah, appreciate you. I'll let you guys figure out what happened to Clint after he fell. So yeah, back to Avoid in Reality. Yeah, so you guys are just falling. I like that. That's cool. Let's see. So 
falling, huh? So all of us, or is Robert already too far away for the hallway? I'll let you decide if you if you are in the hallway or not. I like all of you except Clint decide: Are you in the hallway or not? Clint does hate foliar. I think that is one of his aspects. He hates foliar. So, so he starts <laughs> flying. He starts to fly. I think. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think Robert was already trying to head to the hallway, just giving up on on the fight. Okay. And what about Wick? Because Wick kind of decides for Crab Lad as well. Are you out or are you fallen? I'm I'm with Robert. I headed towards Robert, so wherever he's going, I'm going. And Meredith as well, I'm guessing. Alright, I'm gonna give either one of you, whoever you think is the closest to the door, a chance to save Beam. Because he is also falling, but you notice that he's falling. So uh, whoever of you you think is closest to the door can try to save Beam. Meredith, probably, why, especially why? since Wick is already holding Crablad, right? Why not you? Yeah. Because Robert kind of already ran ahead. Doesn't Meredith have, okay. like, an exact aspect for this? She does. I do. Grabby Kleptopause? Yeah, if you want to save Beam, you can. I guess I am pretty grabby. Alright. Okay, you want to use your fate point to grab a beam, or do you just want to roll for it? It's your choice. No, I'll just all grab. Okay. You grab him, he goes, roll! <laughs> yeah, and so this, this scene that we're seeing is you guys turn around in, in the hallway, looking in as the floor falls apart, and Clint, hunched over, loses all his balance and is just free-falling and Pawpaw is grappling at Clint and it looks exactly like the scene in Lord of the Rings where <laughs> Gandalf is falling <laughs> <laughs> and he's grappling with the Balrog it's just like that yeah except Clint is in horrible pain what did Gandalf say as he was falling? fly you fools I think that's why he said, literally, as... RUN! You fools! And then, you know... Yeah, then he falls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna get back to what Clint's doing. The rest of you run out. We want to do. You run out of the... Out of the illusory wall, out of the tunnel, out of all of it. And you're now back on the scaffolding. Crablad's mech is also still in there, but there's a big hole. So if you want to try to get it, you can try to get it. Actually, no, I'm going to say it fell. It fell. Okay. Yeah. All right, quick. Somebody throw me into the Sorry. hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, is, 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 is Rodef able to, like, create a, a translation tool to use with with uh crab lad i think i think we can just see from his body language as he's like trying to like get off quick and like like head back in like that he wants to return to the mech 
So Robert says, like, if he wants back to the mech, I guess, like, just toss him, I guess. Okay. I, I, I very slowly, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm holding him with two hands, and I kneel down, and I put him on the ground and say, I say, go on, little guy. Go on. Do <laughs> 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 you scutter off into the hole? Yeah. <laughs> well, then we don't know what happens to Crab Lang yet either. As he scutters into the hole and Clint is falling. Old Papa is falling. And you guys are, are outside safe. What do you want to do? Robert asks Beam, oh, do you know what's below Atlas's room? How, how can we get there? No. That's as far as I go. Dang it. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. <laughs> so, a couple of things. First of all, Papa said he had frozen Lucius, right? That's right, yeah. That means something. Another thing, still have phones. And... Yeah, that's, that's about it. Okay. I, I take my phone out, and I call Clint... Okay, Clint, roll me a physique with disadvantage to see if you're capable of picking up your own phone while you're falling. I'm not even going to bother, but I think it would be really funny if they just hear, like, the far away echo of, like, a... Bring, bing, 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 <laughs> from below. Uh, but, you know, I, I do not intend to even try to do that. I have a different plan. Okay. All right, let's, let's cut to Clint then, see what his plan is, since you guys have no plan. Man, I really liked being the leader. Okay, so, Clint, huh? I'm still falling, dude? We're still falling? Yeah, it's pretty far. Goddamn! All right, let's, like, mid-air action. Let's have at it. Clint would like to... Okay. I only have, like, a little bit of this, and then... Plan and the rest is improv slash die. I sure would love to die. <laughs> really right there with you, Kevin. I think it would be so fun. So, how about while we're falling and I am being grappled by this big bulking babe, I'd like to just... <laughs> Siri on my phone just said I didn't understand that. This never happens. <laughs> Funny. I wish I could what know what- What did you mean, big bulking babe? <laughs> <laughs> there are no big bulking babes in your area. <laughs> well, there's one and it's grappling me, so I don't need that, Siri. Thanks. True. See, when I say Siri, she doesn't fucking- Whatever. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just- I'd like to try to, like, look into its eyes- if I can, you said that they sank back into his skull or something, so I don't know if that's possible. If not, then just... No, just they just look hollow and empty, like they're unfocused. Alright, cool. Yeah, I'd love to just stare straight into the abyss and see if it stares back. Oh! Oh, God, it hurts! Oh, I was still falling! Like, make up your mind, you old lizard! Which anachronism are you, anyway? Western or prehistoric? Okay, while well, you've been under the influence of the grandmas... The world's been moving along up there for the past thousand years. And that Dimpleton? 
And then I'd like to just, you know, I'd like to, let me get that for you. <laughs> just get a summon into my, into, into my hands so that I can like hold it up to him. So it goes straight into his eyes at that point. I don't need him to see me anymore. A newspaper that has the obituary of Dimpleton. Mm. Newspaper of, I don't know, I would guess like 800 years back, edition of The Dig, Lucent City. Alright, uh, I mean, you're gonna have to kind of snap him out of it. Huh? Somehow, like right now, he's not focused at all. Just gotta kick him in the balls. <laughs> kick him in the balls, okay, do a fight. Oh, fight his balls. Okay, I'm fighting his balls. I rolled a two... Plus, we like times that by two for each one for each ball. <laughs> Do you roll the six? Uh, I rolled a two, and it is a six at the end of it. At the end of the day, you round that up to a ten. Round it up to a ten. <laughs> yeah, I have a hunch this thing ain't going well for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he also rolled a six. Oh. So our, we just do a little ball bump. You know, I feel like I'd have an advantage in that, like, my foot to his balls. I'll give you an advantage because of your thing. Roll again. Clint is really tall, isn't he? Really tall? They're both very <laughs> tall at the moment. Yeah. yeah, so it's a six. It's a six? Total or a six plus two? Or plus five or whatever? The first roll. Six. The first... The first roll is still what is better than. Oh, okay. I got you. Got you. Okay. I know you want this to work, but it's not going to. I do. Yeah. Just kill me. It Just doesn't me. seem like it's going to work. No, it's fine. Uh, oh, wait, but then I get a phone call and that rings him out of it. Eh? I'm going to say out of it, you get a moment of sentience out of him. A moment of sentience. Okay. Dimpleton's dead. Sure. Dimpleton's dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say this affects him, but not in a very noticeable way. Uh-huh. Yeah. If, if you can convince him in further ways, then maybe it'll do something right now. Mm -hmm. He's just not attacking you. He's just falling together with you. Okay, so what I was saying was Dimpleton's dead, but there's a new one taking his place. You've got to stop him. Papa. And the new one wants that boy. Whoa. Oh. I don't know if he cares about that, to be honest. Roll a will. I'll, I'll, you gave him sentience for a second. Roll a will. What if I want to roll a won't? Yeah, you know, this is this is starting to look like failure. Really hate failure. Hmm. Like really hate failure. All right. So what do you do? I'll I'll give you the ability to do another thing for free if you use that fate point. Yeah. So uh huh. No grammals around or anything, right? Technically, there's one wrapped around his arm. Really have absolutely no idea, so I'm just not going to use a fade point. 
I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Hmm? Okay, Crab Lad's mech mm -hmm. is falling slightly above you. It's like sort of falling the same distance above you that it has the whole time. You can see it though. Crab Lad, you are, you are moving down the wall. Do you have any plan? Anything you want to do? I got an idea though. Wait, let me do it. Well, I know I got such a sick play. Okay. I hate failure. I use fate point two with my tie. Lasso the mech, pull it towards me, and the mech, it, it has a type of sentience and it needs its crab lad, and crab lad's a small object, and I'd like to summon crab lad to the mech. I don't know if your tie is long enough. It's great material, really. The stuff they make these days, like, whew, <laughs> elastic, silk, who knows? Best qualities of both, and machine washable. I'll let you roll resources to see if you have rope. How about that? Because you guys did all grab rope. Wick for sure. Wick for sure had the rope. I don't have the rope. Okay. Okay. You cannot lasso it like that. You can summon Crablad though. I'll give you that. I'm gonna summon Crablad and throw him at the mech then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. Works for me. You get your dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You summon Crablad. Give me a shoot to throw him at the mech. All right. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm aiming, I'm like, you know, it, hmm. Mech above me, there's, so, I do have to toss him up. I can't just, like, toss him to the side, because, yeah, I would have to toss him up to, alright, cool. Huh? Trying to toss him up, I get a two. <laughs> it's not looking great, let's see if Crab Lad's athletics can, uh... I have a D6, what the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, higher than a three, really, is what I wanted. It's a difficult toss, my guy. Well, then I got a four. You got a four? Okay. You get your dream. You smack into yeah. the mech. Yeah. You don't, you don't go into the <laughs> hole, but you smack onto the top of it. Well, then I'm going to crawl inside, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just wanted to be funnier. How deep could this hole possibly be? <laughs> I mean, Agatha's pretty deep, I think. Where was fucking Atlas's room? It was on like 30-something, I think. Be pretty deep. You fall for a while. Crablad, do you want to do anything before? Yeah, give me a... You're still in your, your spider mech. Yeah, yeah. Crablad, do something! <laughs> I'm getting bored of falling, and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> he keeps on falling in and out. Pass. Of <laughs> pass? Okay. If you want to pass. Okay, both of you roll in athletics. Three. Six. Six. Okay. Crab lad, you just land on the ground. It's very okay. chill. Not an issue. You like slow down by like sort of like scritching along the side with your mech and then you just land perfectly on the ground. Clint, you land on the ground and you're going to take two harm from it, but it would have been way worse if the fucking Pawpaw had landed on top of you 
he does not land on top of you. And as y'all look around once you've landed, you see just a shit ton of grappled holes going in every direction. Sort of giving you a hint that when the Grammolds that were all hugging came to the bottom of the stairs, this is where they ended up and they, they just sort of scattered and went their different directions. Huh. Yeah, so you guys are on the ground. Clint takes two harm. Crab Lad is totally fine. And the Pawpaw seems knocked out on the ground at the moment. And then, suddenly, you guys hear a ton of skittering. The ton of it. And all of these holes, grammals pop out of them. And you, you ready yourself for yet another fight. But what happens is they just cover Pawpaw entirely and drag him away. I didn't like that. And then he, he's gone. Can I, can I do something while they're trying to drag him away? Yeah, if you want. Okay. I'd like to try to teach them about the lie that is leadership in the workplace. <laughs> and and just, you know, just kind of just pick up a chat with them. I'd like to just have all non-employers in the zone roll a will save. Uh... Okay, I'm just going to roll one for all of them. That's insane. <laughs> There's so okay. many of them. <laughs> okay, because I just want to have, like, a big audience. <laughs> <laughs> I did roll max. I rolled a six plus three, so nine. And that does include a friend here. I'm glad. Okay, so they rolled a six. They failed. <laughs> and Crab Lad, what about you? Are you gonna stay and listen? What's what's your role um? Here? Well, my cockpit is still missing glass, so I think I'm going to just make the mech like solid all the way around and shield myself from it. <laughs> well, yeah. you're gonna try to evade it. I mean, roll for that. Why not? We'll see how well you succeed. What am I rolling with? And nothing. It's just your transform thing. It's just a normal d6. Four. A four? You can still kind of hear it through. It's annoying, but it doesn't debilitate. It's just <laughs> annoying. So, what happens is that Clint casts a force of magnetism on himself, affecting any non-employer in the zone, requiring them to roll a will save and they failed their will save. It means that they become prey, walking amicably towards Clint and breaking any focus they had on each other or anything outside the AOE, and then engages them in idle chit-chat, draining them of 1d6 stress evenly distributed between... And that's all. And then when the speech is done, the TED Talk's over, and uh, we can all part ways. Yeah, let's hear your speech. No, just later. Oh, okay, you want me to cut away? Sure. Okay, I'll cut away. Alright. Wick, Robert, and Meredith, and Beam, I believe, are the ones that are together. Yeah. What a do.
Robert asks Beam, is there, what, what's a good place here to freeze things? Oh. Oh. Freeze? Yes, cold, a cold place. Cold place. It's pretty good temperature everywhere. <laughs> and like, oh, this is not helpful. Bad news, I have no nerve endings. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert instead, he just sighs and he pulls out his phone and he calls up Dimpleton. Okay, yeah. Bring, bring. <laughs> okay, he picks up. Dimpleton. Yes? Or should I say Dimple Bum? <laughs> <laughs> What? I, I, I'm not following, Robert. No, Dimpleton, we ran into Papa Prospector here. I think you know the guy? I mean, historically speaking, I know who he is, but that sounds ludicrous. We saw emails between you and Papa Prospector on a computer here. So you, so you know the guy. Uh-huh. Tell us how to, how to defeat him. Does he have a weak spot? I mean... He's, he's just a man. No, he... What do you mean? I mean, he's dead. He's dead as a doornail. What do you... I'm very confused right now, Robert. Is this one of them prank calls? It's not a prank call. He... It feels very inappropriate right now. No, Dimpleton, please. We are... He's trying to empathy with Dimpleton. Uh-huh. So I'll roll for for that. Empathy. <laughs> Two plus four. <laughs> Two plus four? I mean that's great success. So I mean you have his empathy. He doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so just even if you Insist you don't know the guy, Dimpleton. Like, how do we deal with skeletal lizard man who somehow is much stronger and went primal, basically? Robert, I'm gonna be frank with you. You sound insane right now, <laughs> and I can't. If you, when you get out, I can offer you a nice therapist, <laughs> but. At the moment, I think the hole is playing tricks with your mind, because that sounds absolutely bonkers bananas, my friend. Now, most lizards can go primal. Wick will tell you that. Yeah. However, how to deal with it is... I mean, it's sort of like, how do you deal with a rabid animal, you know? You just... Send it to therapy. It can't really. Yeah, you take it to therapy. <laughs> Any other questions? I'm kind of busy. Um, what question? Um, do you know a good place to freeze someone in the hole? You sure you're okay, Robert? Yes. These are very, very strange questions you're asking me. What do you mean freeze? Okay, look, Papa insisted that he froze Lucius, so we're trying to figure out where in the hole that might be. Uh-huh. Oh, let me think for a second. 
Um, I mean, I guess you could mean freezing, like, freezing in time? Which is kind of what the, the cryogenic chamber does. That sounds good. Where, where is, where is the cryogenic chamber, do you know? I mean, <laughs> I thought you were a follower of Atlas. You should know where the Agathons come from. I didn't realize it was the cryogenic chamber and the birthing chamber was the same place. And Robert just hangs up, <laughs> embarrassed. Well, oh, we hung up. Okay, well, back to what we were talking about. Okay, crew, we're going down to the birthing chamber. Unless anyone else has a better idea. Wick, Meredith, Beam, I guess. <laughs> Hello. I just want to get out of here. This place is going crazy. This is beyond my pay grade. We, we still need at least two to help Crab Lad and Clint. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do so you guys want to go down? Yeah. Very cool. So. As. You make your way down the scaffolding, uh, you realize that the further down you're getting now that everything is fully lit, the more modern it seems. The mine shafts get more consistent in shape. The lamps shine brighter and are, are a lot more frequent. And eventually the scaffolding itself seems to end before it starts again. And walking on this section of the scaffolding, you notice how shaky the previous one was, as your feet now feel as if they're firmly planted on the ground. And once you get to the bottom of the scaffolding, you spot Clint about to hold a speech. In the room, with thousands of holes everywhere, and grammals everywhere currently. And Crab Lad rolled up into a ball, trying to avoid the whole situation. <laughs> Everyone cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Clint, go. Speech time. Okay, so, look. You've all gathered here today, obviously, to help out your leader. What is a leader? A leader is a person who takes a fall for the team. Right when they think they aren't really the leader, but they actually are. And I'll tell you what, every one of you, every one of yous could be a leader. That's right, even you. I look at like a little, little one that's looking up with a little tear in its eye. <laughs> uh, even you, little guy. Kind of like, put my finger on his chin, rub it a little bit. And look over at Crab Lad who's curled up into a ball, hiding away. Even you. <laughs> You silly crustacean. <laughs> and I look up at the scaffolding where Rob is and just wink at him. Look back down to my crowd, say, but that's not why we fell. We fell because for some reason you all thought that it would be safe to destroy the structural integrity below Atlas's room. Very weird choice. <laughs> I would suggest for future uh, excavations, maybe think about think about the tourism 
that's going to be happening in this area, surely, at some point in time, right? Think about that. You, you want to leave some structural integrity for all of the pitter-patters of the feces of the humans that you won't be Jedi mind-tricking, okay? Great. Now give me your fucking health, and then I just, you know, heal myself for my three points of physical stress by damaging six of them for one stress each. So, since there are so fucking many... Yeah. They feel nothing. No. No. You hurt all of them. Oh. No, I, I don't think that happens. I don't think that, I do that think, happens. I do that think that happens. Like I think that, that happens. That's like a thing that seems unfair in this point in time and opposite <laughs> of what I want. That's a bummer, because it's happening. You've taken, and you've taken, and you've taken away... And you've given nothing. That's all I want to say. All right, proceed to fuck us up even more. Okay. So you damage all of them. Cool. They're and all as dead. The energy, as the energy vampire that you are, you yep. take to yourself health. Okay. And not only are you able to stand up straight, mm. you feel your authority return. Uh, and you remember how to tie your tie. All your consequences are removed, my friend. My butt's still wet? Your butt is still wet, but that is not a consequence. <laughs> that is just reality. <laughs> it's, it's drying a little bit, and they all skitter away without bringing Pawpaw. Did the grandmas see his wet butt? I'm going to leave a mild consequence. It's just called empathy. <laughs> And oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give myself empathy plus one. You can't give yourself empathy plus one yet, but that could be a thing when we resolve everything. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Do they die or are they fine? They just like sort of get like a bit tired and they go to sleep. I thought they have like one hit point. Yeah, but when you're hurting all of them, you're not hurting all of them for even one. You're just hurting them for like uh, quarter or whatever. Then it is the first thing I said. Uh, never mind. So is it more like that they got exhausted? Yeah. He just dra he drained their energy. Hmm. Robert saw all of that and he just, you know, mm. he walks up to Clint and is like, whatever you said, I, I only heard a few muffled words there. Something about leaders being a structural integrity and something about that. But whatever you said, very well done in, in getting rid of all those grandmas. Yes, good, good, um, Rob. Thank you for filling my shoes. Now, Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Bear, hey, Beam. Mayor Bear, would you go and rifle through those that naked man's overalls before the grandmas wake up and scurry him away? We just want to see if maybe there's a key or a map. I don't know. Have you guys figured out where we need to go to get this frozen kid? We need to go to the birthing chamber, so... That's so funny. Okay. Well, you know... Sorry, sorry about that. No, it's totally fine. No? You, there's, a, there's sometimes an easy way and a hard way, and in the hard way, things may be lost and others gained. And, uh, oh my god, I'm starting to sound like a fortune cookie, am I right? <laughs> Let's go. So while, while all that was happening, Beam was just... Like, you guys kept interrupting him, but he kept, like, trying to start a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like... 
No, not yet. Okay. That is very cute. 